Welcome to the By Words Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Hughes. I love helping passionate women gain clarity about their purpose so they can kick fear to the curb, break up with the hustle, and say goodbye to the lies that hold us back from pursuing our dreams wholeheartedly. We're going to get open and honest, share some laughs, and maybe some tears. But at the end of the day, my hope is that you will walk away encouraged, inspired, and ready to step into your purpose with confidence. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive right in. Love is powerful. It eradicates fear, brings us together, and equips us to live out our purpose in the earth. Honestly, I'm not sure there's a problem love couldn't remedy. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your copy of my new book, Love Is Remastered, and join me in making this world a better place by learning to love more intentionally than ever before. This book also supports Traffic 911, which is a local nonprofit that helps youth coming out of human trafficking in Dallas-Fort Worth. You can get yours today at thehannahughes.com slash shop. That's thehannahughes.com slash shop. Okay, now let's get into the episode. It's really interesting for learning about why it's so important to be intentional with how you start your day, whether you start your day at 5 a.m. or later in the day. There are six things that he recommends incorporating into your morning routine, and he calls them the life savers. So S-A-V-E-R-S. Each one stands for a specific thing, and I'm just going to run through them really quickly. These have been super helpful for me and super impactful in my morning routine, but again, don't feel like I'm telling you what you have to do. This is just some ideas. You can take them or leave them. Just do what works for you. Welcome back, friend. Today is the day. I'm excited to talk to you today about my morning routine. This is something that is so fun for me. I've always had a morning routine. It's always been really important to me because otherwise I just feel very stressed and rushed as I start my day and that's just not a good look on me. So I wanted to share a sneak peek into my morning routine because I grew up hearing Terry Savelfoy say that the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. And I just believe that the way we start our day really affects and sets the tone for the rest of our day. So I just want to be really intentional about how I start my day. And I've just grown a lot through that. And yeah, so I just wanted to share a little bit about what that looks like. So I do want to note right away, I am not perfect. I do not hit every single one of these things every day. And I know going into it that I might need to be flexible depending on what's going on that day, my son's schedule, whether he wakes up early, if we're traveling. But the main point is just that I have some sort of consistency to help me wake up and start my day feeling good and in a good mindset. You know that I'm all about being proactive with mindset. And the way you wake up really does set the tone for the rest of your day, you know? So before we get into the actual morning routine, I just need to say I truly believe a successful morning routine starts the night before. It's all about setting yourself up for success. So I just want to share a couple things I do the night before to help my mornings run really smoothly. So the first thing I do is make a to-do list in my planner. I actually have a planner that has a section where it's like top three goals for today and then other to-dos. And this is actually something I do at the beginning of the week usually, but the night before I will just check and make sure everything is written out for the day. That way in the mornings when I wake up, I don't have to sit there and think about planning out my whole day. It's already there. I don't have to worry about it. And I do the same thing by setting reminders on my phone. Like if I need to remember to make a phone call or something at a specific time, I'll set those reminders so I for sure don't forget. (laughs) And then another thing I always do is set out my clothes if I need to. So 
if it's a day when I'm just going to be at home with Jude, I normally don't do this, but if I need to be somewhere early in the morning or if I'm going to work out in the morning, I'll just set my clothes out. Um, that way I don't have to wake Christopher up by rummaging around our room in the dark. And then something else I do is I'll prep my breakfast ahead of time if possible. Usually I'll do a chia pudding, which I'll just kind of prepare like you would overnight oats, or I will prep a smoothie by like cutting the fruit, getting the powders ready so I can just toss it all in the blender. And that has really helped me. Then I will set out my books and journals because I go into our like kitchen slash living room area in the mornings because I don't want to wake up the boys. And so I'll just set out my books and journals next to my planner so they're all ready to go. Then this is a huge one. I limit my screen time before bed. If you don't do this, I highly recommend that you should do it. I read before bed instead of scrolling now, and I have noticed such a major difference in how rested I feel when I wake up, and not just physically, but mentally as well, because social media can just really drain you, so I just be mindful of that, and I actually give myself a curfew on my phone now, so when it's done, like when it's time for me to be done at the end of the day, I put my phone in a completely different room. I put my phone in our bathroom, and I set my alarms on my phone too, so that in the morning when I have to wake up, I have to actually get out of bed to turn off my alarm, which I will admit is not always effective. There are still some days where I hit snooze and get back in bed. But for the most part, having my phone in a different room and having to get up to turn off the alarm is very helpful. Um, another thing that I recently switched to doing in the evenings is journaling my gratitude. I just keep a little notebook by my bed and write a couple things that I was grateful for in the day. And I used to do this in the mornings, which is also amazing if you do that. But for me, I just realized that lately I've been ending the day feeling pretty exhausted and mentally and physically drained. So I wanted to end my days reflecting on the good things and things that I'm grateful for. And that's just really helped me go to bed at peace and just feeling really like encouraged and, you know, thankful for my life. Gratitude is so important. If you don't already do this, if you don't practice gratitude, I'd really encourage you to make it a part of your daily practice because it really does help you so much in the way, um, in your mindset, but also your outlook on life and just how you see the goodness in your life because there is so much goodness if we will just recognize it. You know what I mean? So that's what I do the night before. And now we can talk about the actual morning routine. And I've actually adopted a lot of my current morning routine from the book Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And I highly recommend this book even if you already have a morning routine because, okay, the first one is silence. This could be meditation, prayer, reflection, deep breathing, gratitude, anything that just kind of helps you center and align right at the beginning of your day. Man, it is so it's so crucial for me. Like I have to have that minute where I just stop and I'm still right at the beginning of my day. That way I'm not rushing into the day. Then A is for affirmations. And if you're new to affirmations, you're not really sure what it means. It's basically just positive self-talk. Listen, we get enough negative self-talk without ever having to think about it, but the way we talk about ourselves and our lives has a huge impact on the decisions we make and actually how our life pans out. And there's a lot more to that. We won't get into it, but affirmations are basically just inspiration to help you and motivate you to cultivate a positive mindset. So here's a couple examples that I have used in my own life. I have everything I need and plenty to give away. I am a present intentional wife and mom. I am not in a hurry. I see the good in this day in myself and in others. 
I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. My body is healthy and strong. I do not give space to fear, doubt, or anxiety and things like that. So those are some affirmations that I'll say. Um, they change based on my situation in life or just what I feel I need to focus on that day. But those are just a few examples. Next is visualization. And I will admit this is one that is challenging for me and an area that I want to grow more in. But Elrod says visualization is the process of imagining exactly what you want to achieve or attain and then mentally rehearsing what you'll need to do in order to achieve or attain it. Some refer to this as law of attraction. And what's interesting is that our brains actually do operate on a kind of bridge the gap or like fill in the gaps kind of way. And what I mean by that is whatever you spend most of your time thinking about your brain will actually work to try to make that a reality for you, which is crazy. That's like super powerful. And so that's why we need to be mindful of what we're thinking about, um, positive or negative, it affects us. And basically you move toward what you continually think about and what you continually have in front of you, like what you're seeing. So for visualization in particular, what a lot of people will do is make a vision board or a dream board. This is something that I have done. It's a lot of fun. I actually am looking at mine. It's right above me on my wall, but it's basically a mood board for your dreams. So on my vision board, I have a picture of a house and trips I want to go on and a capsule wardrobe, which I'm currently working on. And I also had this podcast on there for this year, my new book, Love Is. And I look at it all the time. I see it every day. And it just reminds me of what's important to me and where I want to go in life. And it keeps me motivated to continue moving towards those things. So that is visualization. Next is exercise. This one's pretty self-explanatory, but can we just agree that it's super important to move our bodies, whether it's going for a walk, going to the gym, doing some yoga, stretching, whatever you want to do is great. I would just recommend moving your body a little bit each day, especially because so many of us are working from home right now and sitting down all day. Highly recommend moving your body every single day. Okay, next is reading. You could probably guess this is my favorite part. I'm a huge bookworm. Reading has really changed my life in the past couple of years. It's helped my mindset and mental health tremendously. And there obviously are so many benefits to reading, like helping with mental clarity, focus, developing your mind, you learn new things. And reading a book is way better for you than scrolling for your eyes, but also for your mind. I try to read a chapter in a personal development or nonfiction, like self-help growth book every day, but you could also just set a timer for like five, 10, 15 minutes, or just choose a certain amount of pages you want to read each day, whatever works best for you. I would just encourage you, if you don't read, you should find something that you love to read and read. It's just, it's, I don't know, for me, reading, it just slows my pace with scrolling and being on my phone, it just, I feel more stressed. I feel more drained. I feel more anxious. And with reading, it's just a slower pace. I'm learning something and it just, I don't know. I just love it. I could go on and on about reading. That's for another day, but yeah, you find something you love to read and read. And finally, we have scribing, which is otherwise known as journaling. And whether you're processing your feelings, doing a brain dump, listing your gratitude, like I was talking about, I highly recommend journaling. Journaling, I've been doing it my whole life. I have so many journals filled from when I was a kid up until now. I'm currently still journaling. Um, 
but it just helps you so much to gain clarity. You can come up with ideas. Like I mentioned before, a brain dump, reflecting on things that you've learned or acknowledging your progress, maybe even writing a book. My books were actually a result of journaling. So who knows what could come from your journals? You know what I mean? So those are the Miracle Morning Lifesavers. And again, highly recommend this book. If you want to grab a copy, I actually have it linked in my Amazon storefront that is in the show notes. And I also have on there a couple other personal development books and books that I've been reading and loving this year. So like I mentioned, I don't do this perfectly every single day. If I'm feeling tired or if I stay up later than usual, if I'm just not feeling good, I just give myself some grace. For instance, I don't do my workouts in the morning anymore because sometimes Jude wakes up earlier and I've decided that in this season of life, the most important things for me to get done in the morning are to read my Bible, have quiet time and meditation and prayer, and then if I have time, I'll read a chapter in the personal development book I'm reading and then I'll just do my workout later in the day. So this is what an actual realistic morning routine looks like for me in my current season of life. So first I'll get up, brush my teeth, wash my face, all that good stuff. Then I will drink some water. Girl, if you are not drinking water in the morning, you got to be drinking water in the morning. I do it first thing after I brush my teeth. I keep my water bottle by my sink, just wakes up my body, gets things moving. You know what I mean? So I drink my water. Then I head into the kitchen, grab something to eat, take my vitamins, and then I say my affirmations. I have a list on my phone that I add to as new things come to mind, or I'll say things that are specific to my situation at the time. And I also use the pep talks app and I love it. I just use the free version of it, but I have the push notifications turned on. So I get little affirmations sent to me all throughout the day on my phone. And it's super awesome. And then I will read my Bible. I am reading through the Bible in a year right now. So I'm doing that reading plan. Um, but if I'm not doing that, then I'll do like a devotional, just something, keep it really simple. And then I'll read in my personal development book. I'll pray, do a short meditation. And then sometimes I'll do yoga. And then, like I said, I'll do my other workouts later in the day. So I just want to note this does not have to be an hour long ordeal every day. <laughs> I just try to keep it brief and simple so it works for me. And the key is finding what works best for you. What helps you start your day on a good note? Is it a cup of coffee, stretching, journaling, reading? Just start small. And I would encourage you if you're new to morning routines or if you want to just find something to change up your routine, I just recommend adding one thing to your routine for a couple weeks until it becomes a habit. And then you can just build from there. But I would say the most important thing is just finding something that you enjoy so that you'll actually look forward to waking up in the mornings. For me, that is breakfast. This girl loves breakfast. I look forward to it every night when I go to bed, but find what that thing is for you that gets you excited to start a new day and then add that to your morning routine. And if you aren't used to waking up early, but you want to try, you could set an alarm that's just like 10, 15, 30 minutes earlier than you normally get up. And then you can increase it from there if you want to. And then if you live with someone else like I do, it really does help me to have everything set up the night before. So I'm not making a lot of noise or waking anyone up when I'm doing my morning routine every day. So I've mentioned a few times already, but the heart of this really, like the whole point in this conversation is just intention. It's not about having a perfect morning routine where I'm super productive, can have a perfect day, get a ton of things done before anyone else wakes up. And while that is definitely a perk to having a consistent morning routine, it's so much more than that. And if you followed me on social media for a while, you probably know that my motto is today is the day. 
I started saying this in college. It was actually at the tail end of my depression, like when it was really bad. And I just knew I needed to do something to switch my mindset because I was waking up tired, drained, just dreading the day. And I was like, this is not how I want my life to be. So I just woke up one day and I was like, today is the day. I'm just going to expect good things to happen. I'm going to look for good things that are happening to me. And it just really switched my mindset and it helped me so much to just set expectations for the day, set intention for the day and to go into the day looking for and expecting good things and things to be thankful for. And it really did happen. It's, It's crazy. Like when you, when you expect it and you're looking for it, you can find the goodness in life. So I was actually reading my Bible at the beginning of this year when I started saying today is the day again, and I found something that made it even more meaningful to me in Psalm 118, 24. I'm sure you've heard it or you sang the song as a kid, but this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And I just love that. I love that because it's so easy for us to get stuck in the past or so laser focused on the future that we miss today. But today is the day. Today, we can rejoice in today because honestly, purpose is in today. It's not in yesterday. It's not in tomorrow. We live purpose today. And what we do today heals, redeems, brings peace and freedom from our past. And what we do today is what adds up over time to create the future, right? Because how you start your day sets the tone for the rest of your day and truly for the rest of your life because our future is just a sum of the days we're living right now. You know what I mean? So again, please don't put any pressure on yourself to check off every box before 8 a.m. or do it perfectly every day. It's really just about making small choices to help you grow, help you live more intentionally and purposefully and help you have the life that you want to have and be the person that you want to be. So let your mornings be a space that fuels you and refills you, refreshes you, fills you with joy so that you will keep coming back for more. Deal? Okay, go out there and conquer your day and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords podcast. I love having you here and I'm so grateful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode and tag me to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram and in the ByWords community group, which you can find links for in the show notes. Until next time, stay brave and remember, I'm cheering you on.